Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio? Yes, he is. With this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. We are live streaming as usual, but we have video for the second week in a row. Let's hope it doesn't crash and burn. The empty box is because Andrew is... Um, practicing tennis, or I don't know what the fuck he does in Charlottesville. Uh, who knows? Um, so Dave, Kevin, welcome. Uh, how is your Memorial Day weekend going so far? Have we lost Dave? I, Kevin, can you hear Dave? Dave's audio is off. Dave, oh, unmute sorry. yourself. I, I was sorry, I was muting myself. I was just saying, <laughs> I was just saying that I have been having a, a fine weekend. I played golf today. Uh, would like to do something tomorrow, hopefully. <laughs> to celebrate. Here, all right. So here's the thing um, we got to talk about first. We'll, we'll get to we'll get to the non-important thing like Sean Payton talking about Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston doing his workout and that sort of thing. But the Superdome needs a new sponsor. Mercedes-Benz is done with the Saints. They're going to sponsor the failure that is the Atlanta Falcons. They're going to focus all their attention on uh, the Falcons, a.k.a. the team that blew a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. Um, so they need a sponsor. Uh, I have mine ready to go. I think it's an amazing one, Kevin. If they say no to spank chat or whatever porn site offered them fifteen strip million, chat. strip, strip chat. chat, which is surprising, the amount of porn that I watch, I've never heard of that ever. Uh, that it, I haven't seen an ad for that, so I have no idea where that is. Um, and I'm not gonna pretend like I don't watch porn up. Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing, my sponsor is. It's not really national. It's kind of regional just to Texas, but I think they could branch out for the Saints. It's called Sea Force Water. It's Chuck Norris-infused water. And I think it would be amazing. What do you mean it's it's Chuck Norris-infused? The water is infused with Chuck Norris? Maybe his sweat. They have the commercial, and he pours (laughs) the water on a beat-up truck, and it turns into a monster truck. So it's called Sea Force Water. So the Chuck Norris jokes would just flow like the water that would be sponsoring the dome, Kevin. So that was my suggestion for sponsoring the dome. Sea Force Water, a.k.a. Chuck Norris. You could have him do the Houdat chant occasionally. Um, He's really only like two feet tall, so that would be awkward probably. They'd probably need like a stand for him. But the Chuck Norris. Wait, so could, Chuck Norris has his own brand. This is this is not a joke. Chuck no, Sea Force water, water, and, and you, it's got it's infused with Chuck Norris. That's what you just said. Yeah, like that's the catch slogan. Like it's infused. It, it makes you Chuck Norris strong or some bullshit. I don't know. <laughs> but you could do Chuck Norris jokes. You could do Walker Texas Ranger <laughs> memes. Like Kevin. The well would never run dry on the jokes. That's hilarious. Uh, I've never I, heard of that. Yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, like, what am I supposed to say? It just—it's—it's it's a, it's a horrible idea, Ralph. I know what I know what Kevin wants. The Blue Chew Superdome. Blue yeah. Chew. <laughs> Actually, could Blue would Blue Chew be interested in that? 
Yeah, maybe. You know, the the blue. I love the blue the blue chew ad so much, and it was the only thing that was that is more polarizing that we've ever done in this show is message board Wednesday with Hot Take Boudreaux and Florida Fire. People either love it or they fucking hate it, and mostly they hate it at like seventy percent to thirty percent. But I love the blue chew ad. Like it made me giggle every time we fucking played that shit. Uh, so, Kevin, your idea for a sponsor. I think they should just I think the Saints should should essentially run the naming rights like a podcast. <laughs> and every week, every week, it's a new name. So you could get the stamps dot com Super Bowl uh, Superdome. You could get the MailChimp. Uh, our MailChimp Superdome. You could get the article. Superdome. Uh, what else we got? I'm trying to remember what are these other places that I. Uh, oh, what's the what's the meat box? The the uh, butcher box. Butcher box. <laughs> yeah. Butcher box dome. Do that. Dollar like, Shave Club dome every week. Just and they have yes. the technology, right? They could they could switch out them signs, right? It's all video. No, yeah. well, no. I mean, it would be if. In all seriousness, it would be really cool if they replaced the white top to the Superdome, if they made that like, uh, you know, like a digital screen, like it was like all different little tiny screens that made up one big screen, you know, like they do the digital billboards. So you could just change out whatever was going to be on the top of the Superdome any, any, at any time you wanted. That would be sick. That's what they should do. They should fucking make the top of the Superdome a digital, one big digital screen. Mm. I like that would be awesome. I like that idea. Um, that Dave, do you have do you have a particular sponsorship idea? I think Kevin's was even Wagner's better than meat. mine. You can't beat Wagner's Meat Superdome. <laughs> I like that one. That was always my favorite. And then every time they played, it could just be Sean Payton like holding up the the meat of the week, and it could be like. That's worry right. about your meat. That's right. Worry, worry, worry about your meat. And this week's meat is uh, twelve dollars and a pound. New York strip, prime Angus, whatever. <laughs> or they could. Oh, and on weeks that they don't have a sponsor, they could do like nostalgia. They could be like, this week, it's the K and B Superdome. It's the Superstore. Dude, if you made the fucking roof completely digital then that's it you are so flexible as far as advertising <laughs> is concerned you could do whatever you want any day like forget the light you know everybody's like freaks out about the lights on the side of the superdome like oh it's, it's this color because of this special event or whatever like blow your mind when you're when you're when you've got a fully <laughs> full color graphic on the whole top of the superdome Make that happen. Jason in the <laughs> chat. Jason in the chat room says the Forever 28. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? more confident, capable surgeons, and even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. It's a three Superdome. Uh, <laughs> control so hard. Ubix Pi Superdome, yes. That's what I want. <sighs> so um, here's an interesting question that 
uh, I was thinking about today as as look I'm I admit Dave you make fun of me because I'm online 25 hours a day and it's true I'm on I'm online way too much but America is awash in conspiracy theories from the right from the left you can pick any conspiracy theory you want about COVID and they got it for you whether you're liberal whether you're conservative whether you're middle road they got the they got the conspiracy flavor for you so I was thinking Kevin what would be a fun conspiracy to have the NFL people think that the NFL did a fun conspiracy that could take root on social media that people would kind of sort of believe or want to believe and it would be like the lead on PFT for like a week (laughs) I mean I would I mean We've already got the conspiracy theory that the uh, that the NFL hires and supports incompetent referees. I mean, <laughs> we've already got that. I would say that's not I, a conspiracy. That's just a fact. True. Okay. Oh, thanks. I mean, well, we lost Dave's screen there for a minute. Um, yeah. I would say Goodell intentionally released. COVID-19, knowing that it would stop Drew Brees' final season with the New Orleans Saints. Also, wow. also a fact. That's a good I, one. Like he so that's went, what I'm going to go with. Like he, went, like he went to Wuhan and like right. got it himself. <laughs> he, he, ate, he ate a pangolin. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this conspiracy topic was a bad idea because the text before the show about what was suitable is not. And yet we careened from that to eat a pangolin. This is a bad idea. Whoever thought of this topic was terrible. That was me. Um, so, Andrew, nice to join us. Uh, were you were are you, you are we doing video or are we doing? Uh, yeah, we're doing video, we're doing we're video right buddy. Now. You're I don't, on I don't see any of you guys. Really? I yeah, see we see on. you. We see you. Okay. So you. were you were you breaking like nine thousand Charlottesville laws and playing some fifty five year old woman on a tennis court somewhere? <laughs> no, actually, I was uh, I was playing. I was doing this zo- couples Zoom game. Well, we were on Zoom and we were playing a couples game, uh, and uh so i couldn't i couldn't just arrest that midstream uh but i'll have you guys know that i was embarrassingly terrible at it that sounds like the worst experience ever a zoom couples game are are you guys familiar with this game like one team is red one team is blue and then you give like one word hints and you try to guess as many of the of the cards as you can the cards cards of humanity no, no, it's not. It's not dirty like that. <laughs> anyway, I, 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 it was yet another opportunity to showcase my stupidity. Um, I, I did very, very poorly. Were you just going? Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Were you just yelling that yeah. at people? It's called horse paste. Oh. Never heard of that. That yeah. sounds like a really, really inappropriate website that you looked at at work and you got fired. <laughs> Horse paste. Horse. That is the worst fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. God, Juge, what you do on a Sunday night? Yeah. You should have just. You. You would have been off. You been. You would have been better off just lying to us and been like, I was. I was playing tennis against a fifty-five-year-old. That, that was actually the lie. Uh, the truth is even worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh. The Saints made actual news, and me and Andrew touched on it Friday. And by the way, we realized we probably have a lot of new listeners uh, because they found us through our interview with Connor Payton, Sean Payton's kid. That interview is awesome. The Mina Kinds interview is awesome. If this is the first time listening to us, subscribe, rate, review us. Uh, thanks for joining us. Think about becoming a patron. $10. You get everything. You get a cup. The crudatism cup, the magnet, the koozie, access to everything. It's amazing. We got a big plans for the 2020 season when it starts, believe me. Um, but 
Uh, me and Andrew talked talked about it on Friday, but uh, we're going to talk about it on the big show. Sean Payton sort of – he was all in on Taysom, but he went on Kay Adams' Instagram live and sort of waffled, and this is what he said. We think Taysom Hill is going to be a, a fantastic NFL quarterback, and yet we've only been exposed – most people have only been exposed to what we see him do in special teams or playing receiver or occasionally playing quarterback. And – but we've had a chance to see a lot more than that, so we're privy to that. Yeah. And we also think Jameis Winston is someone who just four years ago was the first pick of the NFL draft. Yeah. I, I was right behind him for the NFL. I, I watched his workout five yards away. Wow. And I think he's got, at age 26, a real bright future. And so we're in that quarterback business, and – when that time comes, I think we just increase our chances by finding the right guy. He, both of those players know that they're going to have to beat out competition and that they have different skill sets, and yet um, we're excited to work with both of them. So I have a pipeline of Taysom Hill merch just ready to flood the market. I can't have Sean Payton waffling on this, Dave. This is nightmare scenario. <laughs> I I I'm annoyed, man. I am fucking I'm PO'd. Uh, we this this goes completely against the rhetoric uh, th- that we were getting back in February, March, April. Like it was, they were pumping Taysom Hill. Sean Payton was pumping Taysom Hill. This is the next guy, next man up. He is the quarterback of the saints he is our next quarterback after drew Brees, and at the time i thought it was very bizarre like he did john sean payton does not usually gush about players like this and i thought that it was potentially maybe they're trying to build him up maybe they want somebody to uh fight on that uh on the tender on the first round tender maybe they maybe the saints really want to get a first round pick out of it and now i feel like this Sean Payton is like you said. You introduced this whole thing. He's waffling, man. He is. This is not. This is not the Taysom Hill is our guy uh, stuff that we heard just a month and a half ago. And that's fine. Like I think Jameis Winston again. When they signed Jameis Winston, and after he got his LASIK surgery, I think he could potentially be a way better quarterback than we've ever seen. Uh, and so I think it's totally fair that Taysom that uh, I'm sorry that Jameis Winston uh, gets his shot, but uh, you know this is they uh, they've they've totally they've totally waffled on this on the Taysom Hill. Kevin, what am I going to do with totally these hundred? Kevin, I got 150 Taiwanese Taysom Hill blow up doll lawn displays on the way. Should I be worried? That they're not going to yeah. be useful. Yeah. You can sell them anyway. People will still buy them. <laughs> this is like this is like what was it? What year was that? Two thousand. Uh, John Kerry. What year did John Kerry in the election? He was remember he was the 2004. waffler. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. John Kerry. He was the waffler. This is it. Sean <laughs> Sean Payton is the fucking waffler. He's the fucking waffler. Does he love Sean? Does he love Taysom Hill or doesn't he? We don't know. We have no idea. I think it's important to remember that the other guy in the building is Jameis Winston. We're not talking about Russell Wilson here. We're not. We're not talking about young Tom Brady. The nobody odds are talking still about, you're, squarely talking in favor about... of Jameis Winston doing Jameis Winston things. So, Ralph, you shouldn't be that worried. I know. But Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston, uh, Jameis Winston is still more of your traditional quarterback, and Jameis Winston has a lot more in-game regular season experience whether you like it or not then Taysom Hill and uh you know who's to say maybe they're maybe they want to go with yeah you know maybe they want to keep Taysom Hill it's been filled with sadness and turnovers maybe they want to (laughs) keep hey he got LASIK maybe they want to keep Taysom Hill doing Taysom Hill things and not being your full-time quarterback and so they want to go with, after Drew Brees, obviously they want to go with Jameis Winston as your main guy. But we're gonna we're gonna keep peppering in uh, Taysom 
not only a quarterback, but wide receiver, tight end, whatever. Turnovers and sadness uh, may or may not be a T-shirt in this podcast. Well, I mean, you saw him swinging the bat. I I know what. And we're going to talk about that. Like, is he Kevin? Is he going to hit 50 home runs for the Saints this year? What? I think if he hits 40 home runs and bats at least and bats 280, I think we're actually if he hits 30 home runs and bats at least 280, we're all right. What's his? I mean, I don't. I just. I, I don't get it. Like he was like, he was doing dropbacks, right? You know, he's, you know, he's going through the motions of taking a hand, of taking the snap and dropping back three steps, five steps, whatever. But instead of just throwing a ball, he's swinging the bat. Like, just throw a ball. Like, why? Why are you swinging a bat? You're going through the motion of dropping back in the pocket to throw the football. But instead of throwing the football, you're swinging a bat. I don't get that. Just throw the ball. Why are you doing something different? <laughs> I don't know. I think he should have dropped back and had, like, the thigh master that Su- Suzanne Summers used to sell and just have the thigh master. Like, really go weird. If you're going to do weird stuff working out, Andrew, really go weird. Like, it's don't really, just – I mean, I don't even want to weigh in on this because I'm going to be, like, the guy that throws cold water. I know. You're going to be, like, under Underhill wrote weird. a thing today explaining it. It's not it. that weird. It's not Ooh. that weird to cross train. It's not that weird to warm up your – open up your hips and, and loosen up and – you know, he's working on his hip flexors, and it's just its just yeah. getting torque. It, swinging your bat is the same motion as throwing, and it's not that weird. Okay, so, so why, well, why don't you just throw the ball then? If it's the, same, if it's the same motion as throwing the ball, why aren't you just throwing the ball then? That's my point. I mean, I'm just saying when I was in college playing tennis, a lot of times we would warm up our rotator cuffs not by serving but by doing short tosses with the football. So. I like Kevin. I like this idea. I think next video for Winston, he should be in a canoe, working on his <laughs> footwork, and he and, and he can say, "Look, if my footwork is bad, the canoe tips over, so it's got to be perfect." So I'm for, I'm for this. I think he needs to combine weird weird shit working out, and it can be it can be our summer thing. Uh, to laugh at Jameis Winston doing them, weird workout videos. They should send videos. them to like Siberia and Russia, and they should do like the uh, the Rocky Four regimen. They're gonna like push logs and shit up uh, on a, a snowy hill, uh, all that kind of shit. Hey, somebody make somebody in the chat room make that happen. I want Jameis Winston his workouts set to Rocky Four montage music. Make that There's happen. There's no easy way out. No, no, no. Not easy way out. There's that no was... Not easy way out. That was the driving montage where Stallone was somehow downshifting in automatic. Um, I, I It's got to be hearts on fire. That's what it is. Hearts on fire. You know, when, when Jameis Winston was in the crab shack and when he was in the Uber, it's a really good thing he didn't have a baseball bat on either occasion. <laughs> so yeah. the bat might be criminal practice <laughs> so but here's the thing and, and this was the title of the podcast to get the delicious youtube clicks and i'm gonna say it Taysom hill he's gonna be the next cam newton he's not gonna be as good for as long because he's old and he might get hurt but there's going to be, starting next year, for 2021 and 2022, we're going to get two years where Taysom Hill is going to be as good as peak Cam Newton. There, I said it, Andrew. Well, I, first of all, uh, I know our friend Jim Gleason is listening, a uh, friend of the show, and he, he said, what do you mean, a, like a petulant child? Uh, so <laughs> he, he, was, he wasn't a big fan, I know, of that uh, statement you made, Ralph, but uh, – I kind of feel like that could be his ceiling. Uh, when you just look at how Cam at his peak was fearless and not a, not afraid to run people over. And, you know, I, I am a big LSU fan. I'm a big Saints fan. So I, I'm as big of a Cam hater as there is. Uh, no one enjoys throwing shade on Cam Newton more than I do. Uh, but I also have to be real about the fact that, and I'm just thinking back to the playoff game against Cam, 
where granted the Panthers ended up losing, but I, I didn't think the Panthers were a very good team at that point in that game. And he just, he went full God mode. I'll just never forget how good he was in that game and just how terrifying Cam Newton can be when he's throwing the ball accurately. And now, you know, with the running, I think that's always been kind of consistently amazing. And, you know, what kind of weapon you have when it's third and two and getting a first down is basically automatic because you can't stop the guy from, from getting two yards. So, you know, that, that in of itself is huge because he moves the chains. But on top of that, the times that I've seen him throw the ball accurately, uh, it really, it feels like a cheat code. Uh, it's just, it's just impossible to stop. And that, when he's right, and it's not, it's not often that he's throwing the ball super accurately, but, or, or I, I'd say it comes and goes. But when he does that, I think he's one of the most terrifying quarterbacks I've ever seen. And so I actually, you know, as much as I hate Cam Newton, I have to say Taysom Hill could be Pete Cam Newton, at least on occasion. And that, that, that should be a ringing endorsement because that has the prospect of being terrifying for other teams. Here, here's the thing with Taysom Hill, Kevin, that why, Obviously, we want him to succeed post-Breeze because we want the Saints to keep winning, and it's funner when the Saints are winning. But I want Taysom Hill to succeed because there is a percentage of the national media, you can put it whoever you want, they fucking hate Cam Newton. And, I mean, not Cam Newton, Taysom Hill. And right. they want him to fail, and they are going to bash him. And But he is going to be so polarizing, I think, He's going if Taysom Hill succeeds and the Saints are winning in 2021, he will take over first take and ESPN and Twitter where he'll be so freaking polarizing and it'll be amazing because we'll get Saints news injected into our veins on ESPN and everywhere anywhere you want to do it. Sort of like it'll be like a combination of Tim Tebow if Tim Tebow was better. Am I wrong to oh, think that? Okay. Hey, I, I don't know if I entirely I, – I mean, well, not entirely. I don't know if I agree with that because who are these people that are really hating on Taysom Hill? Like, he's a backup right now. And even if he is the starter, why would the national media give a rat's ass about talking about Taysom Hill when the Saints have had – a first ballot Hall of Famer, arguably an all-time great quarterback. Fuck you, Otto Graham. <laughs> Under center for the last, I don't know, 13 fucking years. And the national media can't see fit to talk about that motherfucker. So wait a second. You're going to tell me yes, the Hall exactly. of Fame quarterback who guided a team to the Super Bowl, who set offensive records, who, depending on who you ask, is the greatest of all time. The national media won't talk about him, but they're going to talk about the more the, the they're going to talk about the Storm and Mormon. Yes, that's who exactly. Who can run and throw, and and who you know may be like Cam Newton or a better version of Tim Tebow. They're not going to talk about him. They're not. They're but they not, already they do. Won't talk, they won't talk about Taysom Hill unless he's the starter and unless the Saints are winning. He, and they if already the Saints do. Are winning, the talk is going to be, oh, well, we saw what happened with Tim Tebow. That kind of play will only get you so far. Yeah, but they'll talk that's about it. That's all it's going to end up being. They can't, They're not going to. They, they can't that's, resist that's, that's it, like though. National media, Hill. It's the national media is convinced that Jason Hill doesn't work. Right. They're convinced that it's a, it's a, a analytical – analytics nerds hate him. They hate him. Yeah. Well, here's yeah. my point, Dave, is Kevin's right. Like, Drew Brees is amazing. He's been the a top two or three quarterback all time. But the thing about Drew Brees is – He's so perfect. It's like watching somebody hit a seven iron 180 yards over and over and over and over again. Yes, it's perfect. It's amazing. But after a while, 
unless you're a Saints fan, you get kind of bored. Taysom Hill is going to be perfect for social media because he's going to be trucking dudes. He's going to be scrambling, making plays, making huge mistakes. He is tailor-made for the social media age, and he is going to dominate everything in 2021 as far as conversation, and people are going to hate him. That is my theory. Right. That's not a question, so I don't know what you want me to say, but I will say, um, <laughs> Kevin, a storm in Mormon, that's the first time I've heard that. Is that a thing? I feel like that needs to be a thing. That I think we, that... I've never heard anybody. This, I've never heard it's anybody. a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, okay, I've never heard anybody a, calling that before. We need a second. Like we need with a crew to taste like some cup. We need a three. We need we need the three cup collection like it's 1987 and you go to Burger King to get the Star Wars glasses. <laughs> we need the crew to taste some cup. The Storm and Mormon, and one more, and you get all three cups if you certain patron level. I like that idea. Coming up with Storm and coming up. Hey man, oh, wait, wait, that the Storm and Mormon was Sean Bradley. Oh, okay, was it? Oh, oh my God, can't can't use that one. No. Then I guess you can repurpose it. Bradley was a failure. He didn't. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't. Sean Bradley ain't even playing anymore. <laughs> but you know, I think the 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 Cam Newton comparison is a good one. But with uh, why Cam, he's why, why can't I compare him to why can't he compare why can't let's compare him to Lamar Jackson? Why can't he be like Lamar Jackson? Because I think he's bigger and he's gonna Lamar Jackson doesn't oh, run right, over. So he'll dudes. fucking mow people over even better than Lamar Jackson does. Yeah, great. That's awesome. Well, but here's the thing that I think is an interesting conversation is Cam Newton, Carolina cut him and he hasn't signed with anybody. So there's a decent chance that I don't think he's going to retire, but there's a decent, there's a decent chance that he may not play this year. And I view Cam Newton as my all time favorite saints villain in that, like Andrew said, he was terrifying, but you love to hate him because he dressed weird. He did the thing with the towel. He moped when they lost. And he said hysterical, weird things that you couldn't understand after games. Like, he's my favorite all-time Saints villain. And I'm kind of going to miss what him. Do if the Saints, what would you do if the Saints signed him? What if the Saints had Drew Brees, uh, Cam Newton, and Jameis Winston all, <laughs> all in the same <laughs> I could get do? over it. I like do? I loved hating Cam Newton. I think Andrew would have an aneurysm if the Saints signed Cam Newton though. When Is you that... say your favorite villain, Ralph, you really mean like your your most favorite to hate, right? Yeah. Like he was yeah. my favorite to like like because like Matt Ryan I can't remember anything he's ever said. I can't even re remember any specific plays of him. I know he's really good, but he's boring as fuck. Cam Newton yeah. was terrifying. He annoyed you. You wanted to punch him in the face. And he was co comedy gold after games with his outfits and his comments. Like, that makes football more fun. Mike, the, Matt Ryan. The thing, the thing about Cam that infuriated me more than anything with him is that, you know, for a long time, Carolina would win a lot of games. They'd be in the playoffs. They'd be in the mix, either winning the NFC South or, you know, at least being competitive. And a lot of times it was the defense, right? It was Luke yeah. Keekley, Thomas Davis, Josh Norman, you know, back, back in the day. I mean, their defense has declined since, and now Keekley's retired, so... You don't really know what their defense is going to look like, but you know Julius Peppers. I mean, they they had some sick defenses, and what was the most frustrating is that you would watch these games that Carolina would win, like twenty to seventeen, where Cam would play like dog shit for three and a half quarters, <laughs> and he, he would just kind of like the defense was keeping him in the game, and it, they were down seventeen thirteen because the defense was playing great. And their only touchdown was a pick six or something, right? And uh, Cam's playing awful. He's done nothing all game. And then the game's on the line. There's two minutes left, and Cam goes down and scores. You and just so described this. The media is like, oh, my God, Cam Newton does it again. And it's like, 
he played terrible for three and a half quarters, but it's just like he had that. And I, I, it sounds like I'm yeah. dogging him, but it's he had that. It's annoying. Like, you know, when the stakes were the highest, he's like, "All right, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take over." Now. You just described the Saints Panthers game from 2013, the season finale. I mean, I I just exactly. described like four Saints Panthers games. But Kevin, but, but it was infuriating. Up- it was infuriating because people would salivate all uh, over Cam Newton for that stuff. But Kevin, it brings up a great point. Like he's my favorite all-time Saints villain. What other Saints villains do you think of? And, and it can the criteria can be whatever you make it. It can be player Joey you hated Galloway. or whatever. Joey Galloway is mine. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Steve Smith. Oh, Steve Smith's a good one. Uh, Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Steve Smith did it with two teams, too. Didn't he torch the Saints on a Monday night with uh, the Ravens? Accurate. (laughs) So, well, Jerry Glanville... I hated that fucking guy. Like, you know, for a while, the Saints killer was whoever they got rid of that then signed with him. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. Bobby Abair. Bobby Abair, Morton Anderson. Morton. Yep. Wesley Uh, Wesley Walls is a good one. Sam Mills. Yeah. Who was the Rams quarterback? Mark Bulger. Thank you. Thank you, Mark Bulger. <laughs> I saw, I want to say, Jim Hazlitt or somebody was saying that they were like, I wanted Brady instead of Bulger in 2000, but they didn't do it. I'm like, get the fuck out of here with that nonsense. Um, I mean, Bulger was a pretty good pick. He was. So, here's another thing, you know, as we get into the, is there any, is there any, in in the chat room, guys, is there any Saints villain that we're, that we're not thinking of, that we're, that we're missing over? Joe Montana, yeah, but I was like. That was an inside job. Is is Flipper, uh, is Flipper Anderson uh, an answer that works? Because I think he just scored again. Yeah, Flipper Anderson would be like if you had a one-hit wonder against the Saints, like he would be on the list. But the thing is, Jason, Joe Montana, like 90% of the people that listen to this podcast, you, when you say Joe Montana, you might as, you might as well be talking about Otto Graham. Like Joe Montana hadn't played a fucking football game in 20 years, 25 years, you know? So, try to keep it it's, it's try to keep it within the since 2000 I think is is the the cutoff date right when when you, when you go back to the, the topic here but are there any are there any recent villains that we're missing uh, somebody said Mike Vick eh, I don't was he a Bill villain Vinovich. oh Rondé Barber Rondé Barber oh yeah. fuck Rondé yeah that and- dude had a that dude picked off Aaron Brooks Every single time they play. Yeah, Bill, Bill Vinovich, top of the fucking list. <laughs> he's on the... Vinovich, he's just the... The Mount Rushmore is just four faces of him. <laughs> no, it's all, the, it's all the fucking officials that were right there to see that the yeah. hit. Him and his whole crew. Um... Here's an interesting question that somebody brought up on Twitter when we were talking about uh, different things about tanking and that sort of thing. And I want everybody to answer, but I'll start with you, Kevin. It doesn't it doesn't necessarily involve the Saints because the Saints are trying to win a Super Bowl. It's Drew's last year. They've gone all in. But if you're a bad team, 
isn't 2020 the perfect time to fucking tank because there won't be fans in the stadium? You don't have to worry about selling tickets. Like, if you were going to tank, this would be the perfect year to do it. You don't have fans and you have a supposed franchise quarterback in Trevor Lawrence coming out. Like, wouldn't this be the beautiful, most perfect time to just go 0-16? No. 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 You have Andrew Christopher Breeze lining up under center. No, not the Saints, but another team. The last thing, as long as there is a breath in his body and his name is on a contract. We're talking about other teams, Kevin. Not the Saints. I thought he was talking about the Saints. No, I'm talking about like other teams. Fucking mind there for a second. No. No, I'm I not thought, talking about. I thought Ralph lost his mind. <laughs> I am. The I am. Can go zero and sixteen. That'd be great. I am drinking a beer yeah, out of a Gatorade. Yeah, Falcons want to go zero and sixteen. Great. They they can go sign Surfer Boy, Trevor Lawrence. That's great. I don't give a shit. Trevor Lawrence. Listen, everybody's gonna. This happens every so often. Every the quarterbacks get hyped the fuck up by people. Oh, this guy has the potential to be a great to 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 have a total command of the position of quarterback in the National Football League and all this other kind of horseshit. <laughs> they play for one fucking year. They get sacked a bunch. Their confidence is shot. Their body's wrecked. They play another year with the original team. Then they get traded to somebody else where they sit on the bench. And then they bounce around, and then and then they fucking wash out somewhere. They play a few years with some bottom feeder, and then that's all she fucking wrote. And then they wind up as a as a college football analyst in fucking Sheboygan, Michigan. That's what's gonna happen. I, I think Kevin just described Blake Bortles' career. Trubisky. Yeah. Uh, like Joe, uh, the fucking Lions quarterback, Joey. Uh, Joey Arrington. Sam Joe, Darnold, any second. I I have a soft spot for Joey Harrington, though, because he is almost single-handedly responsible for the Saints getting Reggie Bush. He completed like a fourth and 32 in 2005. The Lions went down, kicked a, kicked a field goal, beat the Saints, and the Saints, instead of picking like seventh, they picked second, and they got Reggie Bush. So I love Joey Harrington for that. I'm pretty sure it was like fourth and 50. I'm gonna find that game right now. I'm gonna find out. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it was a, it was it was ridiculous, and I can still it was, remember. It was I was so good that the Saints signed him to be a third string quarterback. <laughs> I was celebrating at my parents' house. I'd flown back for, and my mom is like, "Why are you celebrating? The Saints just lost." I'm like, "Wins don't matter now. One, they need to lose so Hazard can get the fuck out of here." He needs to get up out of here. And second of all, we're a draft pick now. I want to pick number one. Like, beating Detroit does nothing for me. So I was pumped. Like, they entertained me for three hours and then lost. It was beautiful. Um, uh, wait, so the what, – what are we looking at here? We're looking at the end of the game? Yeah, like the final, the, the final Lions drive. Fourth and seventeen. It yeah, felt and like, they, and they, like I said, fourth and fifty. <laughs> it felt like, and they 50. converted that. Yes. Yeah. And was that Megatron? Was that Megatron? No. Who who did Joey Harrington throw to? <clears throat> Fuck. Let's let's see if I can find that. Doesn't say. Does Doesn't not say. say. You know, speaking of Lions receivers, another Saints killer was Golden Tate. Oh, he was. He was a he is a he is on the he is on the short list of Saints killers, especially the last ten years. There is no doubt about that. Um, Jim we, says we yeah. Jim says yeah, we should have drafted AJ Hawk instead of Bush. Jim, about that, I, I would have taken Bush. Stop drinking Clorox. <laughs> Get out of here with A.J. Hawk. A.J. Hawk snoozed. That would have been so boring. He did have nice hair, though. Get out of here with that nonsense. He kind of looked like uh, Alex Anzalone, actually. (laughs) By the way, the new guy that the Saints, the new linebacker, the Saints signed. Is he? Yeah. He's got a vowel at the end of his name, at his last name. Is he Italian? We have another. Jiggolo? 
Yeah, do we have another Italian linebacker? <laughs> Wait, so so if, if Anzalone gets injured, Chicolo can take over this? We can just yeah. we can just slide it in. What's going on? Somebody Google that. Somebody Google Chicolo's. I need to know what Chicolo's nationality it could well, be. If, it could if be anything. Anthony goes on IR, I, I think we move the, the Mario song to DeMario Davis. Well, <laughs> well, we've got. No, you've got. Um, I mean, DeMario Davis is totally Italian, right? Yeah. <laughs> do we still have Alonzo? We re signed Alonzo, didn't we? We do. Yeah, we, we still have Alonzo. Yeah, so we've got Kiko. Uh, so, but uh, this Chicolo, Chicolo, Chicolo. Yeah, I don't know. Chicolo, he's a jig. We're gonna call him Chicolo. Chicolo. I, I called him. He's more of a defensive end in this defense. I didn't Justin realize that. Not, not to insert, not to insert uh, real football talk into this podcast. Either, <laughs> either way, is he Italian? Italian. Man, Andrew. It's May twenty fourth or fifth. I think he's probably about as Italian as Olive Garden, Dave. He looks like Tom. He looks like Thomas Hardy from the movie Warrior, (laughs) just with long hair. (sighs) Man, none of you were reacting. None of you fucking saw that movie. Nobody saw that movie. It was a great picture. Well, Dave didn't see it. I can promise you. If you have, if you have Anzalone, uh, Alonzo. And the new guy, I'm not going to butcher his name, Chick-fil-A guy, that's a gorgeous set of linebackers. They are good-looking guys. Like, I'm just saying. So, you're, Zach Bond, you're not feeling Zach Bond anymore? Eh, I mean, he's got a, he's, he's one preseason sack away from me and Dave ordering 400 Bond on the Bayou shirts. But he's got he's to make at least one play. In preseason. In preseason, just just one, just one, one play. So hey, guys, uh, before we get to people's question, I'd like to take a second and give the shout out to the network that helps distribute our show, Armchair Media. Armchair is a collection of fifty plus podcasts, including ours, trying to localize sports world a little bit more. We've been with the team since I don't know, like through since like twenty seventeen, and have enjoyed growing our audience with them. Shout out Andrew Stevens. Starting June first. Bet Online is going to serve as the title sponsor for Armchair as well as our show. This will open up the possibility to develop merchandise lines as well as more live events like we did at Tracy's uh, once we return to normalcy. In addition to Bet Online coming aboard, Armchair will now serve as the host network for the large, largest skateboarding podcast. The Nine Club, hosted by professional skaters Chris Roberts and Kelly Hart. The Nine Club talks every week about the biggest names in skating, social media, at Nine Club. Also, go to The Bird Rights. They have an amazing podcast about the contract for for Josh Hart. He's my boy for the Pelicans. They better fucking re-sign that guy. He's like my second favorite Pelican besides Zion. Uh, I just... Not going to play the Zion sound because I don't have it. Oh, there it is. The Pelicans got Zion, dude. They got Zion. They got Zion. Oh, I've never been this happy. Oh, this is great. They got Zion. So anyway, search Armchair Media and The Bird Rights and The Bird Calls wherever you get your podcast. It's awesome. Armchair Media, they're doing a great job. They're supporting us. It's amazing. So uh, I asked for specific questions tonight. Uh, more ridiculous, the better. Um, and Andrew, I believe the people have delivered in a big way. Oh, one thing we need to talk about before we get to the questions. Sean Payton, is it wise of him, Kevin, to be to, Tom Brady was terrible apparently in the charity golf thing today. Sean Payton was like, "I'm liking this Florida Tom Brady." He tweeted that out. Was that wise of him to be just? Yes, good for him. Yes, Sean Payton. Ask me. Ask me how many fucks Sean Payton gives. Yeah. How many fucks does Sean Payton give? Zero. Zero fucks does Sean Payton give. He let his fucking collegiate-age son 
come on y'all's shit show daily podcast to just shoot the shit and talk about whatever the fuck. He doesn't care about a goddamn thing right now. Sean Payton does not. Hey, he just he just beat the Rona. Sean Payton is. You think Sean Payton is afraid of Tom Brady? Sean Payton and Drew Brees eradicated Tom Brady on national television in prime time over a decade ago. Mm. And now Tom Brady is on the fucking Buccaneers? Do you think Sean Payton sweats that? Sean Payton struggles more on the toilet in the morning than he does worrying about Tom Brady. <sighs> Tough but fair, Andrew. That is in a rare form tonight. He is. Wow. That is rare form. I would make that a video card to promote the show, but his screaming might have made it uh, inaudible. But we'll see. I'll, I'll give it a go this week. I got I got the headline. I'll make a card. Kevin, did you have a Joe Bashi cocktail before uh, coming on? <laughs> no, no. It was. Lit- I just had like a little bit of whiskey. That was it. <laughs> Mitch asked. Means a lot. Dave. <laughs> Dave, did the Saints re-sign Austin Carr just so Peyton can have a second supplier of COVID-19 antibodies to harvest and use to immunize the team? Or was he internet trolling his own fan base? Well, he was it was option C. He was signing Austin Carr to be the number three receiver on this team next year. <laughs> Man, you're really throwing your boy a little Jordan Humphrey under the bus. The bus, Jesus. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, I, for one, am really looking forward to Austin Carr having, you know, two-thirds of the snaps at number three receiver this year and the three catches for 21 yards that are going to be, you know, part of the offense this year. I can't wait. Kevin, more likely to occur, Austin Carr catches five passes in 2020 or Connor Payton comes back on the show for a second appearance. Connor Payton's coming back on this show. Connor Payton will be in the rotation. <laughs> the over, the over under he's, for Austin Carr is three and a half catches. I think he, he's, he's a friend Connor of the pod. Connor of the Payton podcast. Will have more appearances on this podcast than Austin Carr will have catches. Oh, also <laughs> uh, speaking of Connor, he did confirm on Twitter that everything about his uncle Tom is true. Everything. He confirmed that. Everything. <laughs> he can make you disappear. <laughs> See, that's the next that's the next get for you guys. Get the magician on the show. Yeah. Hey, going back to the c- conspiracy thing, I feel like there needs to be a Tom Payton joke somewhere in there. It does. About, you know, I don't know. Witchcraft, mm. voodoo, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, maybe yeah, not gonna work here anymore anyway. <laughs> hey, Mr. Mike. Maybe, I don't know. But we I feel like it is a lock that it's more likely that Connor comes back on than Austin Carr has a has even one catch this year for the Saints. If Connor if Austin Carr is catching passes, yeah, the receiving trouble. core got the Rona. Yeah, yeah, we're in trouble. Man, yeah, you're putting sure. a lot of faith in Traquan Smith, Ralph. I mean, yeah. That's a lot of faith. Did we keep Keith Kirkwood? No, he's a panther no, he's now. he's a panther. Oh, no, we're in trouble now. Well, we're in real trouble. He was our, he was our real number three. And we're so, fucked. Preston Ellis asks, filling out a 529 from my newborn, any suggestions, tips? Preston, trucking school is a respectable job college is for fancy fancy pants know-it-alls you don't need that just don't worry about college five what, want advice just, on? what 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 account to put it in just they're all it's all hey, put, you, it, put it in an aggressive aggressive fund right now you don't need to go to school to start a podcast no i mean look look at us no just stay away look from fucking us. bitcoin look, look, that's look, my look advice me and Juge are both operating failing businesses thanks to, uh, <laughs> thanks to coronavirus. Look at us. We're at the top of the fucking world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, man. Hey. Number two in Malta, this podcast. Uh, I'm fixing to I'm fixing to be homeless under a bridge. So uh get, get right. a degree from Washington and Lee University is isn't looking so swell. That is the worst idea I've ever heard in my life, Tom. Yes. Yes, it's horrible. This idea. Pay pay two hundred and eighty thousand dollars for a degree from Tulane. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, Jesus Good God! Wait, two eighty? Yeah, I would say that's about right. Seventy grand a year. What? No God! way! Your tuition yeah, is like yeah, thirty yeah. a year. No, what? No, no, no! Look it up. Go ahead. For two eighty? Now it's seventy, but not when you went there. Uh, when I went there, it was maybe forty. Yeah. yeah. What? What year? Give me a year. Ninety-nine. I went. No, but look it up right now. It's probably seventy grand a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. No. For two hundred eighty grand, doubled or tripled in a lot of full places. time, full time basis for 2018, 2019, seventy-two thousand two hundred ninety-six dollars for yeah. all students, regardless that's, of residency. That's two eighty. Wow. That's two eighty. Wow. That's a two hundred eighty thousand dollar education right there. Wow. Whew. Whew. Two hundred eighty. I mean, look, I mean, do you does does the degree come, does the degree come come with a career and a hand job? I mean, like, what what the fuck? Two eighty. Two eighty. Two eighty. Put put yeah, that in perspective. Lawyer, right. Well, if you if you want the other, it doesn't have to be a hand job. It can be a diddle. It, it's it whatever a DJ scribble thingamabob. You know, whatever whatever floats. An upsy downsy. Doesn't have to no. Doesn't have to be the upsy downsy. It can be the you know the 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 wiggity wiggity. Can be that. <laughs> whatever. You, you pay two eighty for fucking college. You, you're entitled to that. I mean, you here's the thing, man. You for two hundred, a lot of skip medical school for two eighty. Two eighty, they ought to call you doctor for two eighty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Here's the thing: Wait, how much was for, it per year? What did, what did you say? Uh, Seventy-two thousand two hundred ninety-six dollars. For two eighty, I could buy a castle with a moat in Paraland. I'm just saying. <laughs> Where the hell's Where's Paraland? In Texas, man. It's where I live. <laughs> I could have one of them compounds, like, like, uh, like them separatists or something, like a mount, like a mountain compound. <laughs> Two eighty. That's twice the. That's twice what I paid for my house. Two eighty. Dave, you muted yourself. I'm saying Ralph Koresh. <laughs> the ATF is going to come knocking on Ralph's door and he'll surrender immediately. Or, they, or they'll do one of those no-knock warrants and I'll be dead. <laughs> Either way. They'll find, they'll find Ralph in, hiding in the closet like That's Ilian fine. Gonzalez. Don't hurt me! I have a bad arm. <laughs> no, that's exactly that's right. <laughs> trying to op- trying to open the door with the bad arm. It'd be <laughs> bad times. Ah, uh, you see, people, this is why you subscribe and support this podcast because we are serious football talk all year round. No, it's May, the end of May. May, June, early July. This podcast gets completely ridiculous. It's going to get more ridiculous because we have to decide on the bracket for the summer. Dave hates the bracket, but we will have the bracket challenge, uh, and it will be. Wait, wait, Dave hates the bracket. Yeah, I, just, Dave, I think we should do. I think we should do two this year. Oh my god, no! <laughs> oh my god. I hate the bracket. He does. Who doesn't like the bracket? Who doesn't want to wear the ribbon? So, we're going to do it, but it's been ridiculous. We know we had a lot of new listeners tonight. We hope you enjoyed it. Subscribe. Find us on YouTube, Saints Happy Hour, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review us, subscribe. We love you guys. 
Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody, in the chat room. The video went good. That's two weeks in a row, Andrew. We're on a streak. So for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin, I'm Ralph. Until next week, the bar is closed. Ralph Davidians.